0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road You know, there's a time in the 90s, especially late 90s, when every time a series would end, they would play this song. Seinfeld, one of them, be like, this is it, this is the end, it's over. Hope you had the time in your life. You know, something Unpredictable. In the end, was it right, though? Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. The era is over. The number 12 retired in New York, Broadway Joe, so he could wear it. Rodgers said, no thanks. He also is not going to wear the number four. Missed opportunity right there. Instead, Rowdy, what number is Aaron Rodgers going to be wearing? You stayed up late watching him and Kale. Is he really going with number eight? That's so I heard. I was reading some reports that Rodgers going to the single-digit number eight. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. If
1: 12 is not available, and maybe I think this is also a good thing, and I, I could see Aaron Rodgers seeing it this way, that number 12 chapter in Green Bay is over. Yep. Now it's the number eight chapter with the Jets.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna miss, I already miss some-
3: They'll
0: do him dirty like they did Clay Matthews and just automatically give it to the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> they have to retire the number 12, right? Like, they have to. You yes. have to. Re- yeah. I'm not a retiring numbers kind of guy, but I mean, the precedent's already set. They have to retire number 12. Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to. If
1: you put, Green, if you put uh, Brett Favre up there, exactly. I mean, clearly you're going to have to put Aaron Rodgers.
0: So, Rob Reichel is going to join us at 820 today, uh, special edition of Robbie. Many people texted me last night that Rob probably burst, busted out his Jurgens lotion and went to town because he was very excited about one Rodgers being gone. I, for one, am not too excited about Rodgers being gone, but I'm glad it's finally over. And we, uh, Brian Gutekunst, by the way, went to the podium. i have comments from him coming up. He uh, answered a lot of questions. How much truth is there? How much, you know, honesty is there? I don't know. But we'll play some of that. But it is official, boy. well, pending a physical. It's going to be official. How do we like this? The Packers send Aaron Rodgers pick number 15 and a fifth-round pick this year to the Jets, for pick number thirteen, pick number forty two, and pick number two oh seven in twenty twenty three, this upcoming draft on Thursday, and a conditional second round pick in twenty twenty four that becomes a first round pick if Rodgers plays at least sixty five percent of snaps.
3: So the Packers now have eleven picks in this draft?
0: Yeah, they got a yeah, they got the extra yeah. second rounder.
3: No, because No, they also got a sixth, right?
0: Or fifth? And then they get the conditional for next year. They also they got two second rounders. And then there's one the one next year, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boys, first of all, the swapping of picks, 15 to 13. What do we think of that?
1: I like it. I mean, this could be, overall, I like the trade. I think the Packers did pretty well when you think about, you know, what each team gets.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no guarantees on Aaron Rodgers. I I think the only guarantee on Aaron Rodgers is one more season. Now, I think best case scenario for the New York Jets is three seasons. But I think that's probably as good as the Jets are going to get from Aaron Rodgers. Three years. So he's clearly on a short timeline compared to the Matthew Staffords, compared to the Russell Wilsons. So it was never going to be a big trade like that just because of uh, the shortened uh, time frame that he would play for the jets. Now I like the fact that they swapped first round picks. Like obviously you would want more and more, but it, you have to be realistic because it's, it's yeah. not Madden where there's forced trades. The other, t- <laughs> the other team has to sickle. agree to it. Yeah. So I like the pick swap in the first round. And the reason being is this could be the difference between uh, being able to draft a certain, we'll say tight end or offensive tackle or wide receiver, whoever they choose to draft, that could be the difference in being able to get them. How many times have we seen, you know, just in the last decade where it's like, Oh, I really want this player. And then they end up going a few picks ahead of you. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. 13. That's better than 15. Yeah. That it's better than 13. It gets you a little bit higher and you know, who has been projected in that top fifteen quite often, and I think I personally would love the pick. I think a lot of fans would love the pick, but uh, that Ohio State receiver Jackson Ajigba, yeah, uh,
0: he's uh, he been
1: mocked right around thirteen 13? to fifteen, and I think you would feel more comfortable if you were going to take him having the 13th instead of having yeah. to wait at 15. So I,
0: I like that swap. I, li- I like it as well. I saw a lot of people upset, said, like, well, how come you didn't get the actual pick itself? Well, you got number 13 and kept the 15. Like, well, what did, what were the Jets saying? Like, well, that was the thing stuck in the mud with them, right? It's like, we don't want to give up a first-rounder. We don't want to give up yeah. a first-rounder. And so they just swapped.
1: Well, and then at the same the same time, you get a second-round pick, and it's the Jets' higher second-round pick.
0: Yep, the, so, yep. So now you're
1: now you are picking the number ten overall pick in the second round. So you have a high end second round pick. And the fifth and sixth round swaps are honestly whatever yeah. at that point. Yeah, it's whatever. You're just drafting traits at that time in the draft anyways. But then the fact that you got a second round pick guaranteed for next year and, and
0: it's a first
1: most likely if. will be a first round pick if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, which
0: yeah. You would you hope, hope so. he would. I mean, hell, look at last year. the had a thumb injury, a rib injury, and whatever else. I don't else. see, Aaron Rodgers, I don't see Aaron
1: Rodgers just saying, oh, you know, I, I'm kind of hurt. I'm not going to play through any type of injury, and he's just going to shut it down next season. Yeah. Look at what he played through this year yeah. when the team wasn't yeah. very good. Rodgers
0: also on the FU tour now.
1: So essentially, in my opinion, you swap first-round picks, but you upgraded yours. You got a second-round pick, which is 42 overall. You you basically got another first round pick and then you swapped later picks, which there's not a ton of value with those.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I, you made out, you basically made out with it's a good, better first round pick, uh, a first round pick the following year and a, a top 42 pick in this draft. Yeah, it's good. You gave up Aaron Rodgers, your 15th pick and the late picks are whatever. I think he came out. I think he came out ahead of years for because of the Rogers timeline. And how with, much, he's not going to play much longer. And how
0: much money is off the books now for the Green Bay Packers?
1: Well, that's actually the money off the books isn't a thing until next year.
0: Okay, so I, so I was hearing that the Jets are trying to re, they're trying to rework some things again. But I mean, more will be revealed on that front. So the Packers are
1: still going to be eating and paying a lot of that salary. Yeah. I did see a a uh, kind of a little note out there about the Green Bay Packers and their salary cap with Aaron Rodgers officially being traded and the fact that because NFL contracts are different than Major League Baseball contracts because in baseball if you go out and trade Christian Yelich for Cody Bellinger today you legitimately just swap contracts take it
5: on that contract yeah
1: the Cubs would be taking on all of Yelich's the Brewers would be taking on all of Bellinger's it's an easy boom boom deal Now, in the NFL, for like that next year, that salary cap sits on – or sorry, their contract sits on your salary cap. So the Packers really aren't getting out from any money this year, but it'll help them free themselves from the Rodgers contract next year. Yeah, And the other big thing with that it's crazy – But now with Rodgers being traded, the Green Bay Packers officially have over 25% of their salary cap Going towards dead money of players that are not playing for their team this upcoming season. Wow! Because of all of the 2020, 2021, and 2022 contracts that they've kicked down the road, trying to keep the band together to win the Super Bowl year after year after year with the with Aaron Rodgers and that that team that we watched come up short every year because they kicked the can on all those contracts. That is all those contracts coming due, and then trading Rodgers. 25% Twenty-five percent of your salary cap going to players that are not on your team.
0: So people really want to. Uh, <laughs> so the cards have been maxed. Here you go. People really want to anoint Brian Gudikunz like the the king of you know GMing. But you look at the books right now. Or maybe that's where sort of a Russ Ball thing. It's Russ Balls. You look guy. at that. You are like, <laughs> uh, okay. It's part of the the weird. Tri- did you see Ken? Did create. you see Ken Ingalls, the Packers cap guy? Uh, the Packers. What was it? The Packers effective total cap, one million dollars.
1: Well, that's that's also taking. So when he does that, he also takes into account that the Packers are pick, taking. Yeah.
0: Well, well, that's draft picks, including the new ones. Extend Gary, uh, top fifty-one cap pending off-season practice squad contracts, fifty-two and fifty-three. He's in taking season.
1: everything into account, yeah. and that means all of the picks that you make are already signed. Yep. That means that, um, oh, what was it? The um, I'm trying to think because I don't have it up in front of me. It was all of your picks were already signed. But the other thing is, oh, it's they're taking money to be flexible in the offseason. And he always factors in five million extra. So just in general, all of your all your picks are signed. You don't have to worry about it. All, All of your moves right now. You don't have to worry about anything. And he already factored in that they're taking $5 million into the season so that they have cap flexibility for in-season moves. So for people that were like, oh, my God, they're like a million over or a million under, I mean – that's with everything. It, that's with everything included and them taking extra money into the season. They could go into the season at $4 million or $2 million yeah. instead of the five pencil in there. And the Packers, weirdly enough, still have moves that they can do to free up money. Like I know you mentioned Rashawn Gary's extension. That's a big one out there that hasn't been done. There's a few other uh, restructures or extensions or... Uh, Darnell Savage trades that could also free (laughs) up more money. But, yeah, they don't have a ton of those moves, but the moves that they do have, for the most part, feel like they could be decently easy and pretty straightforward moving into the season. But I will say this. I don't think you're going to see many uh, other signings for the Packers no, here coming yeah, up. Yeah. I think this roster is pretty close to being set outside of the draft.
0: An hour from now, Rob Reich is going to join us. His article. Here's the headline of it. Why Aaron Rodgers was never beloved like other green Bay Packers greats. It is a doozy of an article. It's a hell of an article. <laughs> It's it's a good one. Rob's going to be on to talk about what's a you Packer fan six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. What the how Aaron Rodgers left to how Brett Favre left or other Packers greats. Where does Aaron Rodgers stand in the pantheon of your uh, emotional attachment? I think
1: overall, when you look at it, just in, I love him. in general. You got you traded not away as much as Brett Favre. You traded away Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers was in a situation with Green Bay with the roster and the salary cap where. Even if Brian Gutekunst drafted his ass off this year, uh,
2: so
1: I don't think this Packers team would have been a true Super Bowl contender. I think if they would have drafted well, Rodgers comes out is healthy, they protected him, maybe got a few pass catchers for him. I think it's probably I don't know. Are they an maybe, NFC North contender? I think they're I think they're an NFC North contender, but I don't even know if they're like a top. Three or four team in the NFC.
0: they have the last odds of them. I, NFC I could totally
1: see them making it to like the divisional round and getting bounced like we saw a couple years ago. Yeah. i didn't I don't see them as a real Super Bowl threat, but depending on what love is, it could be a fringe playoff team next year because there is still some talent. But with how their salary cap was set up, there was no way moving forward after this year that you would have any shot continuing to kick the can because the can would have been kicked about as far yeah. as you could kick it right. and you weren't going to get any better. But now for Rogers, a guy that's got one to three years, max, you got a better first this year, most likely a first next year and the 42nd pick in the site. You added three top 50 picks.
0: Yeah. All right. We got grant bills coming up in about 10 minutes. You said something really bad happened to the Packers uh, monetarily wise. Yeah. So like all of this kicking the can down
1: the road and maxing out your credit card, it kind of started after that, you know, 2019 season. Remember, or I guess with the 2019 season, remember they went out and grabbed the Smith brothers. They had to sign some offensive line pieces like Billy Turner and Ricky Wagner. That is kind of when they, they started to really open this thing up. But you know what happened in 2020 for the first time ever in the history of the NFL? COVID. Well, yes, COVID, but (laughs) more importantly for the Packers, because of COVID, the salary cap, it decreased instead of increased for the first time ever. Because of the Roans. Because of COVID. Now, that affected them because that's when they started with kind of the spending of money and the going all in and the saying, Hey, we're going to try and win this. Then they, they go all in in 2020 and 2021. And then they try to do it last year. But by about that third, fourth year, they couldn't do it anymore. They've, they've come to the end of the end of the line here. And next year they would have had to have cut good players and the team would have been nowhere near as good as even what it would have been this year if they would have kept doing it. And, I wonder how different it would have been if the salary cap for that one season didn't shrink by a ton. Yeah. Because imagine if COVID never happens, Mm. you're going up, say, 10, 15 million instead of decreasing by 10 or 15 million. Mm -hmm. And then it only is going to keep going up and up and up where, what was it? I think it was finally this year. There was a huge bump in the salary cap for the first time since COVID. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, But the Packers, when they started this, They were never anticipating COVID. They were never anticipating that the salary cap would shrink. It never shrank in the history of the NFL. Yeah. And the NFL is by far the biggest, most popular sport with the most money coming in year after year after year. And they blow out the NBA. They blow out MLB. They blow out the NHL. And it was a freak COVID occurrence is what really you could argue screwed them, especially in that 2020 through 2022 window of what they would have had for those three years. Cause they would have had more money to play with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which COVID tough. And there's nothing
1: you can do about it either. And I actually think that Goody in the front office contract wise have done a pretty darn good job to get as much as they could out of what they had.
0: Because there's,
1: there's not been a lot of money to spend the no, last couple of years, and they've done pretty decent keeping their players. And, and the credit card bills come and do. Yeah, finding the Keyshawn Nixons of the world or the Rasool Douglases of the world.
0: Man, did the Bucks embarrass themselves and crap all down their leg. At one point in the fourth, I thought maybe I'd turn it off and go to bed early. I said, asked ah, the NBA. We don't know what happens. The only reason why I stayed up longer,
1: they lost it all. They lost! because the brewers were still on. <laughs> I was watching them in tandem and they almost they almost finished around the same time.
0: I literally in the 4th quarter I'm like, man, Bucks are up big. They're big enough in my mind. Bucks are big enough. I'm like, ah, maybe I'll get a jump on going downstairs and going to bed. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I, I want to see this out. I mean, Jimmy Butler's balling, but I want to see this one out. I want to see if like Giannis can add to his triple-double. Brooke Lopez can t- continue to have his you know, career playoff high. Just see the Bucks gotta rub it in the face of The Miami Heat And then what did I watch Rowdy Look at that A collapse of biblical proportions Jimmy Butler got that dog in him And the Bucks lost They lost I thought they had that in the bag What'd you think you saw the end of that game What the f- What the hell
1: Why could Giannis, Chris Middleton Or Drew Holiday not hold on to a basketball <laughs> I don't know Every time I was looked Chris up Chris on it? Every time I looked up in the fourth quarter, one of those turds is turning it over it every Hol- time. Drew Holiday
0: was the public enemy number one at the end. Chris Middleton stinks. Your buddy Chris
1: Mistleton rowdy. Yeah, my buddy. You know what? <laughs> I had a lot of people messaging me saying, you know, this is kind of hilarious. The bucks suck. Blah blah blah. I was just sitting there going, Oh, you know what? <laughs> this is just one loss closer to me having to quit acting like I care about the NBA.
0: Oh, you like the Bucks though, don't you, Rowdy? Come on, I uh, saw him win a championship. Here's the thing: we saw him win a Well, champ- We all saw him win a championship. Is this? How about this? Does this coincide with the Aaron Rodgers kind of thing? You have a Hall of Fame once-in-a-generational talent, and you're only going to get one championship out of him. Uh, is this version of the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the NBA, the best record in the NBA, the overall number one seed? Is this the 2011 Green Bay Packers? They get a championship. I know the years don't add up with the championship. They get a championship, though. You have a once-in-a-generational talent like Aaron Rodgers. What happens, Rowdy, in the f- the year following the Packers when they win their Super Bowl? What happens the following year? They're the best team in the NFL. They got, they got it all going through Lambeau. And what happens in the playoffs, Rowdy? They lose. They lose. But to the Giants.
1: Thank you. Thank you for finally getting this trade deal done. And now we we get to talk about it being over, not the what ifs. It's over. It's over. And the draft
0: is Thursday. Yep. So back to what I was trying to say here the Packers win the Super Bowl, then they go on. We thought the dynasty was coming upon us, that the dynasty was happening, unfolding in front of our eyes. We're the next New England Patriots. Well, what happens? They lose. We never get another Super Bowl. Now Aaron Rodgers is about to be a New York Jet. Now what happens to the Milwaukee Bucks? They get their championship. Then a year removed, then a year later. What happens? They're the number one seed they're the best team in the NBA. They're on the brink of elimination to the eight seed, the Miami Heat, who had to play in to get into the tournament. They're on the brink of elimination. The next game, they'll. Pro- here's the thing. They'll probably win. Tomorrow night at the Pfizer Forum, they'll win that game. They'll make it 3-2, to two, and then what's going to happen? They'll lose. Uh, do we have faith in the Milwaukee Bucks of getting past Jimmy Buckets in the Miami Heat, Rowdy, with, even with Giannis Adenokoumo now? Look what they did last night. It's, 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 it's egregious. It's terrible.
1: I'm going to say that I think they could just go out next game. With that type of a gut punch... Or a nut punch, since it's the NBA. Nut
0: kick, continue. <laughs> yeah, those punches each other the nuts in the NBA this year. Do you...
1: I don't know. Well, we're, we're going to see what the Bucks have for championship pedigree here coming up in, in game... Uh, what would it be, game five? Yeah, game five. Because They're winning game five. I really don't know if they are. I'm
0: calling it now. They're winning game five, then they'll lose game six. They... That was awful. I, you couldn't
1: play any worse in the fourth quarter.
0: I literally, I literally was going to turn the TV off and go to bed early. I, I sw- our zone three and three team would have been better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do we want to do that? By the way, I thought about it. And I've been I go, thinking about it too. I go if we trot out there in this three on three tournament, we are going to have the shortest team,
0: and it ain't going to be close. So there's a there's a basketball tournament going on um, in a couple months. Here was it the Gus is the Gus Macker yeah Gus Macker three on three tournament. We were asked to be a part of it to have the zone have a basketball team. It, it, the, the, one of the guys that asked me, he's like, "Yeah, here's your team. It could be you, Rowdy, Ben, uh, and Zach." I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's our, that's the staff. Like, that's all of us." I'm like, "Do I really want to be trotting out there with me, Rowdy, Ben, and Zach Heilprin?" Well, just think about if we grab everybody that is like in or around
1: the zone. You, we need Ben, Bill. We need me, Bill for Zach, RJ, Bill. Mike Clemens. Mike Clemens can be your water that's, boy. That's
0: like that's seven. Bills. All right, we need Bill for height. <laughs> but say <laughs> say say the
1: Milwaukee guys don't make it, which I assume they wouldn't. Who's the tallest guy? Ben.
0: Ben's like maybe an inch taller than me. And what's yeah? Like, I don't. We maybe. don't have a guy yeah. at six feet tall. No, I'm like five. I'm five ten, five eleven. Ben's like five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys want to play in this three on three basketball tournament? Uh, I thought about it, though. I was like, man, See, it sounds kind I know you fun. went to
1: Whitewater, and just because I had a, a, some buddies that went to Whitewater, too. I don't think this is a six-foot and under league, like <laughs> some intramurals. <laughs> I don't think so, either.
0: The last time I played competitive basketball was eighth grade. Uh, I played in the driveway against my dad and brothers, like, well beyond that. Don't get me wrong. Or at the park uh, in Dodgeville. But the oh, last time I played, like, actual, like, a, a referee in competitive basketball was eighth grade. I graduated high school in two thousand six.
1: I'm not afraid to get in the post. Heilprin <laughs> better bring his nut taps. I'll bring my elbows.
0: Oh, a king is right. We forgot about one. Grant Bills. I've seen Grant Bills uh, put on his social media some of his <laughs> some of his really? quote athletic prowess quote unquote. Let's just say Grant can be our cheerleader, <laughs> as the, the King suggests that too. Grant can be the cheerleader. If you've seen Grant and, and uh, <laughs> he posted a video one time of him running a route, that was bad. Um, have you seen Reno Nine One One? Yeah, where they have the
1: short shorts and mustache. Yeah, Lieutenant
0: Dangle. That's that's Grant. Grant Grant's short shorts. He's Lieutenant Dangle. So
1: <laughs> that's tough out that's, there.
0: That's Grant. So he could be our cheerleader. We need Bill for height. Mike Clemens could be our water boy. Oh. Let's be honest, he'd be probably Bill's water boy. And then it'd be me, Rowdy, and and Ben, and Zach Halpern would be our designated, like, complainer who um, might come in for a couple of minutes and say Rain Man and throw up some shots. Anyways, this is not, it would be brutal. <laughs> could that? I don't think we would win a game. Could that team have beat the Milwaukee Bucks last night at the end of the fourth quarter? Because, <laughs> my God, did the Bucks crap down on their leg. We might not win a game
1: at the Gus Macker, but we wouldn't blow a 15 15- point lead either.
0: No. <laughs> I need to hear from you Bucks fans. 608-321-1670. <laughs> we just wouldn't have the lead to begin with. No, th- no, I don't I don't think so. I thought I completely thought that the Bucks were winning that game. I was fully invested. I was on the couch, like fist pumping already, uh getting all stoked up. Literally thought about turning the game off early. I'm glad I didn't or maybe I should have. But my God is Jimmy Butler a effing dog. Jimmy Butler is unbelievable. I, I know people want to like Bag on the Bucks and rightfully so. But you also have to give credit when credit is due. A fifty six point masterpiece. No denying the dog in Jimmy Butler. Um they said on the broadcast multiple times that could have been the best individual performance in the playoffs ever for the Miami Heat. Yeah, but didn't it feel like the Bucks
1: kind of let Jimmy Heat get whatever heard Jimmy, Heat. It, Jimmy, Heat Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Heat whatever works. he wanted. Like, it didn't even – it felt like at times, like, they they were just like, oh, well, Jimmy Butler's going to score. Oh, well. It felt like
0: to me at times that the the series was rigged. Like, they're like – they purposely would brick shots and then let Jimmy Butler get to the rack. But, I mean, Jimmy Butler did some amazing things as well. But let's see here. All the guys that were trying to defend him were all in foul trouble. Like, Drew Holiday – he, what, he was sitting on five. He's like, well, they're going to let Jimmy Butler just drive on him because he doesn't want to fall out of this game. And then what happened? Chris Middleton falls out because of it. Well,
1: Chris Middleton tried to take a charge and clearly was still moving. Yeah.
0: Chris Middleton. He, that, was, that was tough. Is he, he number two? Not anymore. <laughs> he, well, he played like number two. I'll tell you that. Uh, t- how about Drew Holiday, Rowdy? What the hell happened to him down the stretch? Was there a Crisco on the ball? It was terrible. Giannis didn't a triple-double. Giannis, at one point, Giannis was the... Giannis was Jimmy Butler last night for a while. He was the dude. And then Jimmy Butler was like, oh, yeah, uh, I scored 20 points straight in the first quarter. Watch me do me more. God, the Bucks blew that away. The Milwaukee Bucks have to be loving this. Aaron Rodgers and all this stuff is taken over the sports media today. They have to be loving it. The, the, don't let the Bucs... Don't forget the fact that the Bucks crapped down their leg. Choked. And blew it. So my question is, because you
1: did reach out to the Mike Budenholzer fan club chapter of Wanna Key. I did. And he was pretty distraught as well. I wonder, do you think he's up for like one year contract extensions for
0: booty? I heard people saying if they lose a the city, fire him immediately. And people said I was an idiot for saying, eh, I fire wouldn't extend him. him. I wouldn't extend him. Ben, you, you pro booty or anti booty? I think and I'm not talking some round, delicious one. Last night was bad.
6: Last night was really bad. Also, he tried to call a timeout during the run, but his players on the court couldn't call a timeout. They turned it over. They yeah, y-
0: Giannis tried to call one. And-
6: so it's like, like, yeah, that was really bad from the coach. It was also really bad from the players that are supposed to play well. Guys that looked old. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton last night looked very old. So I don't know.
1: Chris Middleton got cooked. Well, here's the thing with Drew Holiday got cooked. If the Bucks lose this series, they go into next season. Chris Middleton is going to be 32 years old. He's going to have a player option for a little over 40 million dollars. He could decide to walk and go to free agency. You have I uh, Carter also on a player option at less than 2.3 million dollars, and that guy is worth way more than that. He probably. Elects to walk in free agency, and your unrestricted free agents are Brooke Lopez, who's 35, Jay Crowder, 33, Joe ingles 36, going on 56, uh, Goran Drogic, 37, My, uh, Myers Leonard, 31, Wesley Matthews, 37, and then Thanassis, 31. That's a lot of older players that are unrestricted free agents. You can't imagine a lot of these guys are coming back. You gotta change it up, right? You think so? I would enjoy them getting younger. They, they have to, to get younger. Night. Like we're talking about one of the best basketball players of all time, LeBron James. How people started saying when he hit about thirty-five, you know, maybe he wasn't f- like a hundred percent shoe in for best player in basketball. None of those guys I listed are LeBron James or even near LeBron James in basketball skill, and they're all creeping up to that 35 and or are older. They got to get younger. You got to have some turnover here. It's going to be Giannis, Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, and a lot of new guys. And they'll still be good. Don't get me wrong. Will they be like a NBA finals type contender every single year? Like they have been, it feels like the last four years. Probably not, but they're still going to be like a top four or five team in the East. You know why? Because they have Giannis. They have one of the best players in the NBA. It's not like they're just going to fall off and the Bucks are going to stink again. They're not going to stink again until he retires. Correct.
0: Once you have Giannis, once Giannis is done, then you'll stink.
1: Then you'll be the Bucks of the 15 win season. Then it'll be
0: PU. And Stinky. then we'll,
1: we'll celebrate when they win 43 games,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're over 500. Many <laughs> connotations with this song, Led Zeppelin's "All My Love." Three things at play: my love of Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, now the quarterback for the Packers. And my unconditional undying love for the one and only Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Comedy Media. Rob What's up, brother? What about your
7: love what about your love for Mike McCarthy Ebo? Where's that in there?
0: Oh, that that's timeless. Like that's that's that transcends right. love. I don't know what's above love, Rob, but that's that's it for Mike McCarthy. You
7: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, I got many text messages and um, and also tweets and whatever from your article. The headline Why Aaron Rodgers Was Never Beloved Like Other Green Bay Packers Greats. I want to get into it, but first, before we do, what'd you think of the trade that finally got done? Brian Gudukunst, the wizard here, just right? Did the Packers get fleeced and the Jets get fleeced? Like, what does Rob think? You know,
7: I, I mean, I certainly made the case uh, two summers ago and then. Last year, before they gave him the big extension, Evo, that those were the right times to trade him, and that—that's hindsight. It's twenty twenty, but Gurkunz could have probably got Russell Wilson type capital for Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago. In the here and now, what he was able to do on April twenty fourth or whatever yesterday was, Evo, um, I, I think he wound up doing really good um, in, in in this whole deal. Um, by jumping from fifteen to thirteen, let's start right right there, Evo. If you go to the if you go to the NFL draft uh, value trade chart, that's like picking up a third round pick. I know it sounds it doesn't sound like much, only going up two spots, but but that's an incredibly valuable move, and and it's worth about a hundred points on the trade value chart, which is the equivalent of a third round draft pick, Evo. So now you, you get that, you get the second round pick that that he's going to get in in this whole thing come. It'll, be, it'll wind up being Friday night. And in essence, you're going to get a one or a two in 2024. Um, it's a one, obviously, if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. It's mm-hmm. a two if he doesn't. Evo, out of the 15 years he wound up being the Packers starter, he played 65% of the snaps or more 13 of the 15 years. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm. I'd certainly tell you, that he's going to play 65% or more. The only two times he didn't was when he broke collarbones in 13 and 17. Um, you know, I, am interested to ask Luda to He didn't want to get in. Didn't want to get into all the specifics yesterday. I'm interested to ask him over the course of the weekend, how he and Joe Douglas settled on that number of 65%, because it, it does seem pretty low. The Packers at the end of the day, unless Rogers has a significant injury during the season, Evo, the Packers are going to get a first round draft pick out of it. And, and I looked at the Jets' schedule pretty close last night. They're in a really good division. The schedule is tough. Um, you know, are they a playoff team? Maybe. They're probably a fringe playoff team, though. I mean, that they, if that winds up being a first-round draft pick, Evo, and they don't make the playoffs, if they're an 8-9, and nine, a 7-10, and 10, you know, even a 9-8 and eight kind of team that misses the playoffs, you're talking about a pick probably somewhere between, let's call it, you know, 14-18, and 18, something like that. So it could be a really good first-round draft pick next year, you know, if, if things aren't, you know, peachy keen and copacetic this year for the Jets. So I, I do think, you know, again, I, I do think Gutekun should have pulled the plug and done this a couple of years ago. He obviously <laughs> didn't. And, it, you know, in, in, in the moment that he got it done yesterday, Evo, I, I think he got back pretty good value for what he could at Rogers, who will turn 40 in, in December and he's coming off the worst year of, of, his, of his 15 years that you know, he was a starter in Green Bay.
0: Yeah. Rob, you're going to join us again on Thursday, and we'll talk more draft-related things on Thursday just because that's the yep. day of the first round of the NFL draft. I wanted to get into more of your article. You, you sent it to me, but here's the thing, Rob. As you were sending it to me, uh, some of our other listeners were also sending it to me. I had a, a, a wide ver- variety of responses to it. Uh, some were you know, spitting on your name. Others were... You know, celebrating your name, bowing down, you know, throwing out rose petals in the, um, you know, hyperbole, uh, the hypothetical Robbie walking in front of them. So, Rob, why Aaron Rodgers was never beloved like other Green Bay Packers greats? I've said this for a long time. I would totally have a beer with Brett Favre as long as I didn't work for the state of Mississippi. There'd be some conflicts there, but I totally would have a beer with Brett Favre. I feel like I couldn't have a beer with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe like a shot of wheatgrass, or maybe he could like do some kind of like study of, like, psychedelics to me, and I still would be like, okay, whatever. But you could totally sit down the Brett Favre and have a beer. Aaron Rodgers, a different kind of guy. Tell me about your article of how Aaron Rodgers was never beloved like other Packers greats.
7: And if he wanted to have a slamming contest with Aaron, he couldn't keep up with either, Evo. We know that. So oh, uh, Anyone could
0: beat him in that. That's easy. <laughs>
7: no, you know, and, and you know me, Evo. I, I'm not too worried about, you know, a fan side with me or against yeah. you know my 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 job is obviously to write what i see and feel and think and i i you know i watched every step this guy you know took uh you know for his 15 years as a starter for his 18 years in green bay Evo, and, and and really even from day 1 um you know he, he he wasn't the guy that was was super popular um in the locker room and and even after he won a super bowl um you know he he wasn't o- overly popular there were a lot of teammates that That grumbled and complained about him. I, you know, I, the the whole premise of the article, Evo, was this. When, when he took over, um, you know, in, in 2008, 90% of the state still wanted Brett Favre to be the quarterback. When he's leaving now in April of 2023, I think it's very fair to say three quarters or more of the state is ready to move on from him and see what Jordan Love has to offer. And and in between there, Evo, you're talking about a guy that won four MVPs. Um, you know, he he won a Super Bowl in, in, in twenty ten. Um he 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 holds the NFL record or or he has at times for the highest rated passer in history. I mean he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. So if 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 you would have told me fifteen years ago and and everybody understood taking over for Far was, was was rough sledding and that was gonna be a tough gig. And and he understood the polling numbers back then why ninety percent of the fan base wanted Brett to stick around with what Brett meant to the to, to the reemergence of the franchise. But if you would have told me in two thousand and eight, hey, Rodgers is gonna do all these different things and then when he still leaves town in twenty twenty three Three quarters of the fan base is going to be excited about that or celebrating that. Like, like I think a huge portion of the fan base was yesterday. evil. I would have told you you're nuts. I mean, it's 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 one of the more um, complicated, polarizing stories that Aaron Charles Rogers has in the history of the franchise. I mean, uh, uh, normally your superstars are absolutely beloved. Your Hudsons, your stars, your Reggie Whites, your Fars you know, Leroy Butler's we we can go on and on with the names and and when they go away the, the, the you know, the fan base is crushed for for a large portion of the time and and they miss them dramatically evil. That that isn't going to be the case with Rodgers just because there was so much nonsense and craziness, you know, off the field, What well, you know, whether you want to start with, you know, him getting McCarthy killed in 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 2018 or, you know, all, all, all these you know, darkness retreats that he's that he's been on in in recent recent years. Um, you know, the the holdout in the summer of 2021 after he after he won the MVP. The the, the constant little digs, Evo, that he's had throughout his career at coaches, whether that was McCarthy or Lafleur. You know, even as recently as last year when he was when he was questioning Matt Lafleur's offense and he wanted it simplified. Um, you know, his 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 buddy. Um, Pat McAfee, he'd go on that show consistently and, and take shots at teammates. Last year he was calling for, for random guys to get benched. And, and, and th- this is just a state evil. And and I've said this many times, you know, I just, you know, we're a hardworking bunch. We want to play hard and we don't want all this nonsense and we don't want all this drama. I think as Wisconsin sports fans, we just, you know, we, 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 we want guys to be team guys first. Not not me 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 and I I I guys and 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 Aaron kind of fit the you know the, the the second part of that narrative more more than he did with the the first. I just I don't think he ever bonded or, or had a you know a, a a crazy close tie or relationship, let's say, with the fan base. I don't I don't think the fan base ever loved Aaron Rodgers the person, Evo. You know, and, and obviously I can't speak for an entire fan base, but I'm speaking for a larger percentage. You know, but I, but I do think. You know, they loved what he did on Sunday afternoons, right? And he was glorious and, and you know, repeatedly. Every Packer game mattered and, and largely that was because or in large part because of because of Aaron Rodgers and his remarkable gift of throwing the football. The problem was Monday through Saturday, you know, where, where guys had to deal with him and, and, and so much of the off, you know, off the field nonsense and shenanigans. And I, I think it just eventually got old, Evo. Certainly got old inside the organization where they gave him too much power and control in the last year or two, and and I think that's just why so much of the fan base, Evo, was ready to move on.
0: Do you find it, uh, Rob Reister joining us right now, find his work at Forbes.com, Conley Media as well, some really great stuff. Robbie, do you find it odd, though, Um, you know, ready to move on and people are sick of the drama, blah, blah, blah. Didn't Brett Favre kind of hold this franchise hostage with his retiring, like his Reti- Am I going to retire? Am I not going to retire? And then he literally wanted to stick it to the Green Bay Packers. Like, he wanted the Packers to pay. He wanted pain. Aaron Rodgers wants nothing but the best and says nothing but glowing things about Jordan Love. Why is it so different?
7: You know, I, I, I and you bring up a great point, and everything you said there about Favre is, is entirely accurate, Evo. Um, I think the biggest difference, you know, is that is that Favre had let's call it 13 years, 14, 15 years of house credit built up before all this happened. And I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers ever had that because, you know, he didn't have that relationship with the fan base. Brett was just, you know, Brett was just kind of Wisconsin through and through. And he was like your neighbor. He was like your postman. Like you said, you could go have a beer with him. And I think anybody could, you know, he's, He's obviously legendary for, yeah. you know, some of his antics in the early and mid 90s, bouncing around this state and, and, uh, doing some wild and, and crazy things. And I know times have changed, but, but Aaron Rodgers was much more guarded. He was much more secluded. And I don't think he ever opened up, you know, and, and, and had that, that same kind of relationship, uh, that, that Brett Favre did. You, you know, you knew Brett Favre's family. You knew Jeff and Scott and, 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 and mom and big Irv and B-Maw and, 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 and the whole group, right? I E-Maw. mean, just, you know, Brett brought him up consistently and, and time after time. And, and then, you know, and, and the fan base just kind of felt like, like Brett was family. And, uh, you know, you, even, you know, you, even to the point, you know, even where, where his dad did a talk show, um, you know, be, before a lot of Packer games back in the '90s, and he'd and he rip his son top on the radio. I mean, if, <laughs> Brett was Brett was just one, you know, one, one, uh, just one of the guys, and and um, you know, Aaron really never had that relationship. So the, you, you're totally right. There are some parallels there. Um, again, I just I think the difference is by you know by the time Favre started to pull a lot of his antics, and I'm certainly not forgiving him for that because it was nonsense. What Favre started to pull there in kind of the middles as well, and and then, you know, wanting to come back and stick it to Green Bay like he did in, in 09. Um, you know, but by that point in time, you know, he, again, it, 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 it was like your brother doing it. It was like, you know, your uncle doing it, your dad doing it, whatever, whatever family member, Brett, you know, Brendan become family evil by that point in time where he felt like it to so much of the fan base. And that just, that never was quite the case with, with Aaron. I think, yeah. I think everybody again, said, my, my God, this guy's a remarkable talent and what he does on Sunday afternoon for the franchise is is absolutely unbelievable. But, but as a guy, as as a human, he's, you know, he's certainly a little bit different and and he just, he never had that same strong bond. I would say with the fan base that, you know, some of the other Packer legends and Packer greats did.
0: Rob, and I totally agree with your article. Um, as a guy, I, li- I love it. Aaron Rodgers is one of my favorite athletes of all time. Like, you're never going to get another guy like this ever again. A guy who was so open and honest in the media, who's talking about psychedelics and like different kinds of treatments for mental health. You're never, you're never going to get another individual like this. It's crazy that he did it while he's playing and still playing. But I totally think you're right. The people, there's vitriol out there for Aaron Rodgers, Ooh, unlike what happened with Brett Favre. Like, people were sad and were like mourning the loss of Brett Favre. People are now celebrating. Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets. It's so bizarre to me, especially a guy who's never really, you know, done anything bad. But Rob, we'll talk more about it on Thursday. Draft stuff that I should say, I do have a question from a listener. I wanted to ask you uh, now that it is the Jordan love era. The question is, I'm supposed to ask you this from one of our listeners. How long of a leash now does Matt LaFleur get to prove his chops with an unproven quarterback?
7: Yeah, I was having this conversation with somebody last night on another show like this, Ebo, and, 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 and it really is it is kind of a crossroads now for, for Matt LaFleur. And, 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 and I, I would definitely say he has two years, um, you know, and unless this is a three and 14, you know, four and 13, two and 15 kind of debacle of a season, you know, Matt, Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst are are going to get two years. I would say for sure with, with this quarterback um, and, and this roster to try to figure some things out and, 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 and get the, you know, get, get, get the organization back on the right track. Cause I mean, don't forget, I mean, they are coming off an eight and nine season. It, it's not like the bar is set super high here for Jordan Love. You know, he. he, he you know, he, he, again, when Brett Favre left, it was a 13-3 team that was in the NFC Championship game that Aaron took over for. So, I mean, I, I certainly would expect them, Evo to be in the hunt next year uh, for the Divisional Championship and a wild card spot. I, I still think the roster, um, and, and we're going to know a lot more after Saturday, right, when they... When they when they load up here in the in the draft and bring in, I mean, they're going to need three or four starters out of this draft. We'll see how the draft plays itself out. You know, but if Brian going can do a pretty good job, um, you know, over the course of the weekend, I, I do think it's a winning roster. I think it's a roster that can get nine ten wins, which is going to keep you in contention all year in a pretty lousy NFC. So, um, you know, but but Matt, you know, for the first time, Ivo, we're we're going to see Matt LaFleur's offense the way Matt LaFleur wants it run. He's going to he's going to send in a play and he's going to know that play is going to get called. <laughs> so I, you know, I would think on a lot of levels for, you know, for Matt LaFleur, this is somewhat of a relief, so, you know, it, it, but it's also an incredible challenge because he lost a Hall of Fame quarterback yesterday and he's turning it over to a guy that, you know, has one career start in in the national football league. Now they fully believe in him, and they think he's going to be the next big thing coming out of Green Bay, and we're obviously going to know a lot more by October or November if that projection is accurate. But there's no question, you know, Matt, Matt Lafleur, um, I just wrote a story about this the other day, Evil, that I'll run soon. Matt, Matt Lafleur is going to be one of the guys now on the hot seat. There's no
0: question Ooh. about Ooh, Rob, I love you, man. Thanks for jumping on. Um, you know, two days early. We'll do it again tomorrow, or Thursday, excuse me. Uh, talking some NFL draft. Before I let you go, though, are the Bucks cooked? Yes or no? Are they done.
7: Their arrogance was unbelievable in the course of the <laughs> series, thinking, <laughs> thinking, thinking they could dork around with their Dorking with their around. Hall of Fame player and um you know you know only have to play their uh, other guys to get by in miami and i i do think Ebo at the end of the day they're gonna, they're gonna pay the price for it i they're gonna win by they're gonna win by 30 in game five yeah, yeah. But I i i have a weird feeling that they you know or a feeling they're gonna they're gonna go to miami and, and butler's gonna light it up again they, they don't have a lot of answers for him and and miami's gonna steal game six and um, it's going to be a long off season then for the Milwaukee
0: Bucks. Robbie, we love you, brother. We love you, man. We'll talk again Thursday. Okay, my man. Man, we live in some wild times, my friends. Bucks, the number one overall seed. They lose on the break of elimination to the Heat. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday became the last team in the majors to lose back-to-back games. And Aaron Rodgers is about to be in New York Jets. In fact, the times are so trying right now on Twitch. If you go to twitch.tv, search my name, Ebo says, hit the follow button, hear us, interact with us, see us. A Jaguars fan, uh, Adam on Twitch says, how does it feel, Packer fans, to be a mid-franchise again? This is a Jaguars fan, a a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, teeing off on Packers Nation now. Let that sit in for a moment. How does it feel to be a mid-franchise now? That's, hmm, feels awful, to be honest with you. Feels terrible. All right, this guy's been waiting to—he's chopping at the bit to get it out there. Uh, he called in right after Rob Reichel, Brett up in Lacrosse. What's up, Brett? What's going on, boys? Man, it's a trying day, isn't it? It's tough.
3: Uh, it sure is, and that's why I'm drinking a beer right now. Unfortunately, we listen to people uh, in the media, including Rob, uh, <laughs> that that have opinions. Everybody has a butthole.
0: Mine smells like roses, by the way.
3: It just happens that most of the medias, including Rob's, just stink more than normal. Ah! <laughs> it's awful.
0: So, Brett, here's the thing. You and I, um, I don't know Rowdy falls on this. I think we're in the minority here because we both want Rodgers to stay. Like, I, I miss him already. Like, I miss him. I'm, I'm yeah. glad it's all, I'm glad, like, the deal's done and it's over. We could talk about something new, but I, uh, I, I, there's going to be trying times ahead for the Packers.
3: Oh, yeah. We're going to suck. Like like the the Jaguars fan saying anything to us? Uh, yeah, nope. They have a legit reason now because uh, we are going to be terrible. And to go and think that all of a sudden, yeah, we lose our, our 18-year quarterback, Hall of Famer, who we did nothing for for 18 years. And now all of a sudden you think, oh, yeah, Jordan Love's in. We're going to start surrounding him with people. Uh, If that happens, we got bigger problems because they wasted a Hall of Fame career. So the issue that I have is is Rob talking about three-quarters of the state of Wisconsin being fine with Rodgers leaving is again his opinion and part of the reason is because of the media if they would just stop making stories stop talking about it if we didn't have shady Schefter be wrong year after year about aaron rogers specifically the hatred wouldn't be as great
0: I'm I, I'm inclined to agree somewhat, Brett, because I think a lot of the drama, quote unquote, Aaron Rodgers, is drummed up by media members and also people just sitting on their couch drinking beer.
3: Yeah, what? and they're the same. They're right now. They're all butthurt about Bud Light. It's the same idiots.
0: Well, I've never liked Bud Light to begin with, but
3: yeah, me neither. But
0: I mean, I'm drinking Miller Light right now. I don't really care for Miller Light either. It just happened to be in the fridge. You know what I'm saying? Like.
3: Yeah, I a and I got I got uh, coffee with Jameson
0: right now. Oh, I have, oh, I finished my coffee, so I switched to beer. But yeah, I mean, I would like to someone to name me one one. What has Aaron Rodgers done that's so bad? Yeah, nothing.
1: I do find it a little funny though, as you guys are going back and forth in this conversation, talking about a lot of the people making the issues are the ones that are pissed off sitting on their couch drinking a beer as well, I don't one think they're guy. the same Bud Light people but
0: <laughs> one one
1: guy's drinking a, a Light. Miller Light the other guy said he had Jameson in his coffee.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did I as soon as I said it I go, man, we we're part of that group, but, Oh um, totally. <laughs> not part of the group talking crap. So I just I just think you you go and you look at the career that Rogers had. Had the Packers really been all in for this guy? How many times could we have gone all in and picked up a receiver and picked up this and this and how many more Super Bowls would we have had in 15 years of him starting? It would have been a lot.
0: I mean, I would love and to I go back like, in time I with the like De- If I had a Delorean, I'd love to go back and you know. It, it also went against philosophy that Ted Thompson had and that Brian Gutekunst has obviously. I'm like Ted never really dipped into free agency, and I mean Marshawn Lynch said. I- come get me to Aaron Rodgers after a Buffalo Bills game. And Ted's like, well, I'm going to go watch Division III tape here. Uh,
3: Let me see if I can get a a fun sixth rounder (laughs) and go from there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I
3: I mean, RIP to him, but I'm glad he's gone.
0: Nope. Ben, did you do that? No, believe it or not. Good morning, Benjamin.
1: Hello, guys.
0: Brett, I don't know what happened, but you just cut off. That's fine, though. Well, you guys, you guys are peace out there.
1: So, hey Ben, I'm cool with the Aaron Rodgers trade. I think they got pretty decent value back, especially for the timeline Rodgers is on. And no, I just, I'm fine
0: without like the compensation.
1: But this is this for all the like I get. I understand the people that don't like Aaron Rodgers and are celebrating this day. I, I but I don't get it personally. I. Now the people that are saying Aaron Rodgers needed to be the quarterback in Green Bay, this is like what I'll what I'll ask you, and I know that you're you would hope that Aaron Rodgers would have finished his career, Aaron Rodgers guy. Yeah. So my question to you would be, do you think that this Green Bay Packer team, as is? if they just have a solid draft, would all of a sudden be a Super Bowl favorite?
0: I think they're a playoff contender. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl favorite. They're a playoff contender. Again, you have to get in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. With Jordan Love, they're not making the playoffs. No, no, I'm saying
1: with Aaron Rodgers this year, if they had a decent draft, do you think this roster could win a Super Bowl? Not make the playoffs, but legitimately be a top four With with
0: Aaron Rodgers, yeah.
1: See, I don't believe that to be true.
0: Well, you asked me in my opinion, so I told you. And then I gave you mine. I I don't
1: see that as being true. With Aaron Rodgers, you got a chance. Therefore, next season, when you have even more salary cap stress because of all the aging players that are making a lot of money, you're going to have to make cuts. And at that point, the team is going to be worse next year as of right now carrying the Aaron Rodgers contract than it is this year. They'll have less opportunity to sign people, And at this point, now we're saying, okay, well, Rodgers plays this year, say he plays next year, the roster's not going to be any better. It might be that third year, which would be the final year of his contract, where you finally have some opportunity to maybe spend some money. Some of these young players develop and be better. Now you're saying you got maybe, (laughs) maybe a one-year window to win it all, and then he walks away, and that's if he continues to play that long. It's just the the timeline is running out for Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers.
0: Well, totally. I mean, I wanted one more year. What I don't understand is Brian Gutekunst, if you didn't like this guy and you had your quarterback in Jordan Love, why did you go out and give him that big time contract? And that's why I think Why did, why did you do that if you didn't if you weren't committed to Aaron Rodgers? I think there was two things.
1: One, they weren't sure exactly what they had on Jordan Love, which is a little strange to me or at least they didn't believe that he could come in and play quarterback right away. And then the other part of that is the blowback from the fan base of him winning back-to-back MVPs when some of the people want him traded—like
0: this—is this the part that boggles my mind the most. If you were so out on Aaron Rodgers with Brian Gutekunst and you had your guy in Jordan Love, why did you give him a huge contract and hamper the Green Bay Packers' future? Or I think if you we should, weren't
1: committed to, Rodgers? I think we should also think about this. Maybe Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be in Green Bay. Sure, sounded like he wanted to. Do. If if it's if the reports are true that he didn't answer his phone. And some of that stuff, well, maybe he was thinking about, you know what, my time in Green Bay, it was a hell of a run, but I I can't see us winning here in my timeline of one to three years.
0: Well, if you go by Aaron Rodgers' comments uh, and Brian Gutekun's comments as the season ended, Goody told him take all the time in the world. Don't worry about it. Do what you need to do. Brian Gutekun even said after the season was over that Rodgers, he knows he takes his time and does these different kind of approaches to an offseason, so he's going to let him do that. So as Brian Gutekun speaking out of one side of his mouth, He's also shopping him when Rodgers goes into the darkness. And then Rodgers comes out and says they're soured on him. So uh, Brian Gutekunst again talking out of both sides of his mouth. I just
1: don't know for 100% fact if Aaron Rodgers actually wanted to be here because maybe of the front office and he, he mentioned how, you know what, you know. there's been a lot of change. I just don't know if he was 100% in either.
0: Yeah, I, I, think I don't know either, but ways. I'm just going by what they said to the public. And what they said to the public is completely opposite of what he did. Brian Gudekunst. Benjamin, how are we living today, brother? Oh. What a uh, what a tasty treat today.
6: It's definitely a morning. What a I'm what looking, a tasty
0: nugget. Looking forward to ten to two. Is Grant joining you today or are you he going is. solo? Yes. Oh wow he changed his mind. Yeah. I thought Grant had prior commitments and he couldn't do it the show today. Grant Grant will be there. You know and why? Because the Rodgers does.
1: I was going to say because Scott really uh, got him going this morning. Yeah, I don't know what sh- to leave the show with, if I'm being honest. Cause
0: Cause when when I did the sports update, I was like, do I do Packers, Rodgers, or do I
6: do Bucks? Well, here's the thing. So I did. There's a lot of anger, rightfully so, about what happened with the Bucks last night. And I, I, I am looking forward to, to piling on to the collapse because it was ridiculous. It's one of the more disgraceful things I've ever seen. It was terrible. However, that is one mood. On the other side, I think yesterday and today is going to be looked at in the long run as a phenomenal day in Packers history.
0: This is a phenomenal day in sports talk radio. Well, yes. In Wisconsin. Like,
6: let's try to control for the fact that we knew Rodgers was gone because we've been having this conversation Yeah, we knew it was months. inevitable. If we already knew he was going, yesterday is one of the biggest wins I've ever seen the Packers have.
0: Right, they uh, fleeced him. We'll get more into it. we got a bunch of people want to sound off here. Dan Patrick put out a nope. Twitter poll. Oh, and this was this was
1: Packers or less than an hour ago. Who should feel better today? And this has almost twenty three hundred votes. And we know how we say a good Twitter poll is normally about 50-50. Who do you think's winning the poll?
0: It's Packers fans. Uh, it's Packers by a slight. Fa- Packers by a slight. Packer fans fifty two percent to the Jets oh. forty eight. Well, that's because Jets
6: Jets people are finally relevant. Congratulations. Well, they have a quarterback. Can you see any scenario where it ends well, unless they win a Super Bowl, which I don't think they will? There's no way. This is,
0: they probably felt this way when Brett Favre became a, exactly. a Jet. Exactly. That's the last time they felt something like this. They're
6: finally relevant. What about when they drafted Wilson?
0: Congratulations. <laughs> no one.
6: And, and now the Packers to are perfectly overall. set up to win in the future. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I, I can't believe Joe Douglas let Gudikins walk him over the coals like that. <laughs> All
1: right, here, Did um, you ever doubt? That Goody would come no, out the winner? He no. went to the
6: Harvard of the Midwest. I've been saying this for as, years. As Mr. Goody, as the Mr. Goody that I am, I, it's a great day. Well, here's us. the
0: biggest thing of Brian Gudekunst. How's Jordan Love? Sure. That's who he has tied his career to. Exactly.
6: But, yes, that is also That's somewhat That's the biggest separate. question. Yeah, but winning, fleecing the Jets here was somewhat important. Brian Gudekunst is winning the battles right now. Exactly. Will he win the war? It's like in Game of Thrones, and I hope everybody loves. out there seeing Game of Thrones because I'm about to ruin it. I've seen the first season and half of the second all right well, I know what uh, happens c- though. concept of there's a there lot of boobs, certain characters like Rob Stark, that win every battle they fight in, and then there are things that happen that make them lose the war.
1: See, I feel like uh, goody right now he has a little bit of like a trump card to where if they do really suck he can pull the plug on a lot of these aging veterans and get rid of a lot of money pretty quickly. And if, if love is bad, like I'm saying bad, bad, like a collection of Bears quarterbacks bad, they will have an opportunity to draft what is being seen as a really good quarterback draft next year where you have May, where you have Williams. Those are going to be top guys that everyone is saying can't miss prospects. That's it. That's his little trump card. Hey, yeah. if we do suck, I can take another quarterback, and they're gonna. Listen, they're supposed to be good.
0: Listen, we have love. I love love. Rogers never cared for the guy, but we have love. We're gonna go to the draft in case love stinks. He won't. We love him. If he goes to the draft though, we go to the draft. We get a quarterback. Never cared for that Rogers. I have Mark Murphy. I don't know. He's fine, but we have love. That's good. I've never heard that before.
6: Thank you. That's really good. Line one, who's this?
8: <laughs> I love how you can tell how angsty Ebo is on a day by how fast he talks. When he's relaxed, if we're talking about Brewers baseball, something that he really never gets that passionate about, man, Ebo just sits back in his chair and he's relaxed. If we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, now it's like, well, who said what? Who did <laughs> So
0: Ebo, My question, hey, Real quick, real quick. There, there is a, there's one thing I did different today that I don't normally do. I have a different coffee that's got more caffeine. I had to go to McDonald's to get a cup of coffee because the only thing that opened because I, I didn't grind my beans last night. Aww. So I have more ramped up coffee today. That could come into play, but you're right. I get very passionate over Aaron Rodgers.
8: I love you're it. I love a the beer, passion. Man. Hey, Ibo, one question. I think Boot is an absolute wizard for getting this done. One reason only. Ebo, question for you. You trust these guys at their worst, right? No. So what percentage I was Rodgers? going to retire, going into the dark cave. You he, said, he
0: said he 90% on um, Pat McAfee. So if he's
8: 90% going to go retire, and I bet you that... V- you guys, just, to, just to, to clear it. things up,
0: I don't trust anyone on their word when they're on a the podium. The closest I would would be Rodgers, because he's not in a higher-up role.
8: So we're bad. going off of Rodgers' word here. So if he's 90% going to retire, the worst thing that you can have is have a Hall of Fame player come to your organization and then retire Yeah, totally. never capitalizing on reaping the benefit and getting you know those picks to get to your next thing. So if he was 90% retired and Goody sent these text messages and, and riled them up enough to convince him that, no, no, I don't want to retire. Now I'm pissed off at this guy. I want to go play. So then Goody capitalizes on Aaron Rodgers' ego and gets potentially a first and two seconds out of this or whatever it ends up being. This guy's a genius. No, I think the I think the, retires, I think the
0: conversation is great. I think the conversation is great.
8: Tired. They're screwed. So you said I want one more year. That it, that that situation didn't exist, right? Aaron Rodgers was ninety percent leaning to retire. Now we're no all one, No one. No one knew that.
0: Not, well, not a single. Not a, not a single soul knew that though.
8: You don't know. You don't know that though. Aaron Rodgers says no.
0: No one knew that. We're gonna to have to go back okay. and pull the
1: transcripts from UWL to see how well Brian Gudakuntz did in his psychology class.
0: The only thing Roger said he was gonna to go to the darkness to debate his future of playing, not playing, yada well, yada. No on, one knew that
6: he said on Mac That's what we knew that he entered the uh, after the fact. he Yeah, said on after McAfee. the fact.
0: Then then he let people know. No right. one knew that. No one knew that ahead of time. But no one knew it, but if it was didn't true, know. no. Yeah, I I, know. I literally I just said no one knew that. That, include, do that do includes that includes me.
8: Goody has a gut instinct, right? So he's probably. Then why do you give him? Why do you give the run him run? the gigantic
0: contract? That
8: was years ago. Because was coming out. <laughs> that back was years back ago. BGF.
0: Why did he? Why did he give him a gigantic contract if he wasn't going to be his guy?
8: It was stupid. But guess what?
6: The it, great GMs do—they find themselves in pickles and they work out of it. Howie Roseman gave so, Carson Wentz a contract. Yeah. And look at where the Eagles are now. He got out of it. He if, traded him.
0: If Jordan Love was, truly was his guy and he's done with Aaron Rodgers, why would he give him more money than God?
8: Jordan Love was a project coming out as a junior out of college. And Goody, so far in his career, has been tremendous at making sure when he jumps off the plane with a big decision, he's having a parachute. Aaron Rodgers was his parachute for the first couple of years of, of Jordan Love. He, he traded up for Love. He got him the first round. He said, mm, I don't know if this guy's quite yet ready. So he had the convenience of Aaron Rodgers turning around his career late Getting two MVPs and saying, you know what, I can make every fan love me by making sure. No, Aaron they Rodgers wanted. Say,
0: they, they were done with Aaron Rodgers after 2018. That's why they traded up the draft. Jordan Love. Well,
8: yeah, Aaron Rodgers sucked in 2018. Why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers threw. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers threw a, a wrench in it all when he won back-to-back MVPs. Things because change, he's good, right? I mean, what have I ever said? Brian Gutekunst is bad. By the way.
8: You haven't. But you you. You're, you're certainly and Aaron Rodgers' guy. And you have frequently yeah. said... Man, I like Packers a four-time MVP
0: who's destined for the Hall of Fame. And he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and he's got the God's gift of freaking throwing the rock around. Of course I like him.
8: But you want him enough so that you would rather watch him play one more year for the Packers than retire than to steal them. You just said that. I wanted one more year. Yeah,
0: totally. I would like him for three more years. The end of the contract. Well,
8: but wouldn't you rather at the end of a Hall of Fame career instead of Missing the playoffs and having a couple average seasons. Just capitalize and have, you know.
0: I'll tell you right now, Packers aren't making the playoffs this coming year. Packers aren't making the playoffs this coming year. With Aaron Rodgers, what they would have had a shot.
8: Stats, who do you think has better stats next year, Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers. So you think he's going to change from this past year? Jared Goff or Aaron Rodgers?
0: Rodgers. <laughs> this is funny. You have your bet. Okay. With, what's uh, your bet we, with the, the bet. I don't I don't know we why you your, your, your panties seem to be in a bunch today different. over me liking a player. It's kinda of bizarre, but that's fine.
8: Well it's not just you liking a player, it's you you're you seem upset that we're getting resources to move on to the next era. I'm not when that player I'm not that upset you over it. the third best that player that you like is was the third best quarterback in the NFC North last year. Okay. So time to move on.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. That's that's what's happening right now.
8: This is what I like. This is the best days of Evo. <laughs> what? Fast. He's
0: talking fast. All right, I'm done with you. I love it, See you, buddy. Uh, line two. Good morning. Hey, boys, Kyle. Oh, sh- hey, Kyle. What's up, dude? Hey, uh, great phone call from
4: Brett, man. I, I can't, I can't speak enough how great that phone call was. Um, <laughs> he had everything right on the head as far as the way I'm feeling. I mean, I, you know, maybe I'm old enough to remember the the dark dark ages of the Packers here, and I feel that's the way we're headed. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss Rodgers. It's a sad day for Packer fans, you know, actual true Packer fans that enjoy Aaron Rodgers and actually enjoy the game.
0: Well, so there's, you got people yeah. like, like I love Agamon, Johnny, but he clearly, like you have the Rodgers haters out there. Rodgers has never done anything besides give his heart and soul to the Packers. And you got people dancing on his, you know, proverbial Packers grave right now.
4: Right. You know, and, and they have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back and only have two Super Bowls to show for it. I'm sorry, my friends, but that's organization. You know, I love that the Packers are owned by the fans, but we need a real owner. You know, there's there's no one to answer to, and that's the problem with the Packers at the moment. And we should have had more than two Super Bowls in the last thirty years, but it it, it can't happen without a real owner.
0: Yeah, Mike you know, Murphy's uh, a schlep.
4: And I got I got a poll question for you here. Yeah. Moving forward, out of all the four teams in the NFC North, who's going to be the first one to get a Super Bowl ring? I guarantee it ain't going to be the Packers. Well, I would
1: say probably the leaders in the clubhouse just based on Vegas odds would be Detroit with what they're building. But I would probably put honestly right now, if Chicago figures figures out the quarterback, they're probably slotted in at two Minnesota feels like they're kind of in position where the Packers were the last few years and they're starting to age out with their core of players. So they're going to have to have some turnover. And then obviously the Packers are already there.
4: Yeah, I, I totally see that, you know, and uh, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a while till we get to the playoffs again. I'm just going to say that. I don't I don't see oh, gosh. what is in Jordan Love at the oh, moment. World. He's going to have to make me be a fan because, I
0: honestly, he can go to the wayside and so can Brian Gutekunst. Hell yeah. He's going ruin, yeah. ruin this
4: franchise for me. Nice. Brian nice. Gutekunst is it. dismantling
0: nice. this once great franchise of the Green Bay Packers. He's tearing it down in front of our eyes. You're the just letting, you're standing there letting it happen. And I feel like him, him and Rogers were playing a chess match. That's what
4: this all was about.
0: Yep,
4: it was a chess match between the two of them, and I don't think either one of them won.
0: Kyle, do the man, brother. We'll, 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 we can hold each other and cry when we're circling the drain. All right. We'll do it. Have a good day.
1: <laughs> now, after all that negativity, since I'm going to have to always be Mr. Positive here. This is, uh, this is,
0: I, we are living in weird
1: times, folks. This is yeah. Bizarro World. I actually think the Packers are a fringe playoff team if they yes. have an all right draft.
0: But good. And Someone's got to carry not, the torch here.
6: It is not out of the realm of possibility that they have the best quarterback in the division next year.
0: Uh, we, line two or line three, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I don't think it's considered having a good day.
2: <laughs> uh, I hate to be uh, the reciprocal of what you guys are thinking. I'm I'm glad Rogers is gone. Yeah,
0: that, no, totally. It's oh. a sound off day.
2: Um, I'm I'm definitely glad it is over because I mean the thing is is that initially I, I was a big time uh, Rogers fan. I was defended him tooth and nail or whatever. But the thing is is that he sits up there and he says. He's wanting to do everything not to do what Brett Favre does. He's Brett Favre
0: 2.0. <laughs> I mean, he literally was going to the Jets, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, with the Jets and everything. Exactly. I wish so, he would have worn exactly. number four. That would have been even better if he wore number four. He, he, he should have. He should have. He, he wore, he wore, he's he's 2.0. He's wearing number eight. So he's the double the four. So you got eight. There what, you go, right there. You see, he <laughs> should, you know, should done, have came in
1: and been eight right away. And when he's calling Brett Favre Grandpa, he could say,
2: "I'm eight. I'm twice your, as good as you." Who, who is this? What's your exactly. name?
0: What's your
1: name?
2: My, my name is L from Philly.
0: Hey man, nice to talk to you, man. That's that's funny. He's double double bread fire. That's why he's number
2: eight. <laughs> hey, can, 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 can I can I say something? Of course. You know, I'm to say something. Real well, quick? Totally, yeah, of course. So my thing is, is that I, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, when people say the organization, this, that, and the third, we have a new regime and that's aggressive. That that actually doesn't um, just rely on a draft. They actually try to get players through free agency. Yeah. He's got the Smith brothers to come there. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's a bunch of different things. Brian Gluck, has done. And he doesn't get credit for it. Now granted, every pick that you make in the draft you're not gonna have an own run with. Correct. And you know, that's just the draft. But at the same time, he's making moves. Like people say these, these idiotic things like, oh, well, <laughs> we didn't get any receivers for Rodgers and this, that and the third. And Rodgers, is uh his contract ate up a good portion of our cap. Yeah. And then not just that, also to, he tried to get receivers, but you act like Green Bay is Miami. Like nobody is breaking <laughs> their neck to come to Green Bay. I think we all
0: can agree so, that yeah. Green Bay is probably the, the, the worst destination of all NFL Places, uh cities. Right. Right. Uh, I, I, I think. Agree. I think that a lot of people get what they have a problem with was the old regime. Ted Thompson never doing anything for Rogers, but he was in the, right. his prime, prime. I think that's where right. that comes from.
2: Exactly. So, and that's the thing. So, I mean, like, come on. And then they they try to get receivers, but it makes it. I remember like a year or two ago, they were trying to get Kyle, the guy Fuller from off of uh, the uh, what's the name from the Texans. Yeah. Next thing you know, the next week, right after the trade deadline. Come to find out, this dude had Pete was taking PEDs, <laughs> and he got suspended for the rest of the year. You're so, correct. Like, yeah, you would have went ahead and put all your marbles in to get this dude, and then the next week it would have been suspended. Then it'd have been Brian Gutekunst's part again <laughs> when he held out. Like, come on, man! Like, we got to move on. We got a good young quarterback. You got to give him a chance. Every the thing is, people was the same way and hesitant. We didn't have social media and all the yeah, media now, now. Yeah, back when Rodgers was coming. Totally. in. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Let's let's go ahead and just, let's. We um, got somebody that's going to actually run the plays that the that the coach is telling them to run instead of improvising and trying to do all this little other stuff and draw uh, stuff in the ground and try, just, just run the ball or do whatever yeah. you're told to do. I lo- so I'm very much looking forward to it. I love it, man. Great phone call. I want a love boat, baby. I am want to love boat. Great-,
0: <laughs> Great, phone call. Don't be a stranger, all right, Thank my man? You, man. Yes, all right, now have a good one. You too.
6: Ben, that guy's represented from Philly. He is. Yeah, he's called into the Bill Michaels show sometimes.
0: Was it? Well, uh, it was, uh, L. L. Yep. As a Philly native, Ben, did he represent Philly pretty well right there? Uh, extremely well. That a, that a boy. Y'all. I concur with all the comments. Line four, good morning. Hey, what's going on? Just, you know, easing into this day. So, you know. What was, that, what was
5: going on with that last guy? He's, he's got it all crossed up.
0: <laughs> is, is this Todd?
5: <laughs> it is. Hey, Todd in Mount
0: Horror, What's up, brother?
5: The most arrogant Packer ever, Brian Gutekunst. Yeah, yeah, come
0: on, Todd. Bring the heat. Let's go, baby. Where they
5: get this stuff that he tried to get? try to get Rogers some weapons. What? Sammy Watkins? <clears throat> come on. And then he trade. Then you're on the verge of a Super Bowl, and you trade a, or you draft a quarterback, a project quarterback.
1: Yeah, I feel it's, like it's, Goody, Goody did a much, much, much better job turning over the roster from what Ted Thompson handed him and what Ted Thompson was doing the last few years. And for the point of not getting him receivers, obviously I would have liked to see a T Higgins or an Ayuk or a Jefferson. I think everyone would have, but at the same time, he wasn't really in a great position to go out and spend money on a big free agent wide receiver. That's probably overpaid and, and honestly old. And at the same point, he was building that defense and the defense was pretty darn good, especially from the defenses he had under Ted Thompson after they won that Super Bowl when, you know, Clay Matthews started to age out and Nick Collins went down with injury and, and some of those players. But I feel like the one thing that hasn't been talked about a lot where Goody it, it wasn't his fault was COVID. Shrinking the salary cap when they started going all in and maxing out credit cards. I think if COVID didn't happen, they would have been able to afford a lot, uh, probably a couple other really good players.
5: Uh, I don't know. I just, I think, I, I don't think we're winning a Super Bowl until Goof's gone. So I almost hope that the Packers do crash and burn here. Todd, today's to get a. Get rid of that arrogant SOB. It's a
0: strange day today, Todd. I mean, it's. It is. You know. and it's
5: and and to say Rogers is the third best quarterback in the division. Well, if you got two rookie receivers, and that's all you have,
0: hey, uh, don't forget Sammy Watkins. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, that's Goots <laughs> great move there too, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't
5: I don't see us. We're not on the fringe of a, a playoff team this year. Are you crazy?
0: Well, we'll talk about it coming up, Todd. We got really <laughs> up against a break here. We love you, brother. All right, see you, Todd. All right. All right, one more before break. let uh, sound off. Day line five. Good morning. God damn it! <laughs>
6: yeah. See you, Charlie. All right. Uh, I can't wait till ten o'clock.
0: Oh, I mean, today's a great day. Listen. I might,
6: I might do a Brian Gudikins Appreciation day.
0: From Listen, 10 10. Like, on miss- the same day that he- <laughs> that there oh, was God. an Aaron Rodgers appreciation. Listen, it's been done. Oh yeah, we had a, we have a it's not an Aaron Rodgers appreciation day. Well, there's Aaron Rodgers appreciation day. There's Brian Gudikins appreciation day. My brother Doogie says he wants a national or a state holiday for Aaron Rodgers to be gone day. <laughs> A lot of of state holidays being thrown
1: out. Hey, as long as we get it off from work in the future, I'm all right.
0: He got premium
1: picks for a guy that hasn't Listen, thrown for 300 yards. This in a is what year. I love about
0: Sports Talk Radio and the show. Fire. We had L from Philly calling in saying we're all crazy for not you know back in love and and Goody. We had Vegemont Johnny call me an a hole because I like Aaron Rodgers. We got Todd and Mount Horeb saying Goody's the a hole. He needs to be gone. You know, we. This is what I love about it. I'll never silence anyone's transmission. You want to get your calls in your takes. And you want to call me an a hole. I love it. You want to call Goody an a hole. I love it. <laughs>